Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Empire Life podcast. I'm your host, Allison Ramsey, the founder of Empire Life. And today we are with Tina Sandermano and I'm going to be interviewing her about her life and challenges that she's gone through in her business. And we interview entrepreneurs from all around the world to guide and support you in scaling and launching your online empire. And she is the founder of Women, Biz, Mix, and Neuro Revolution. And I'll hand it over to her to intro herself a little bit more. Hi there. Um, thanks so much, Allison, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So um, yeah, my name is Tina Sandromano, and I'm a mom of three. I have a set of twins, and I love helping women really just get connected. And that's what I do with Women, Biz, Mix. And then I also love helping people use the power of their minds to create the life that they want and that they deserve. So, and that's what I do with NeuroRevolution. And with NeuroRevolution, we train women to become certified in NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, as well as hypnosis, life and success coaching, time techniques, and EFT. So. Wow. I love all of it. <laughs> so I want to dive right in and ask you, what are some challenges that you feel like have really helped you in your business that you've overcome and that perhaps even led you to what you're doing right now? So um, I th this is a good question. Okay. So a challenge is, you know what, one of the things that I discovered coaching. I wanted to be a coach um, many years ago, almost 15 years ago. I came across an article. I read about something and I was like, oh my gosh, this is this would be perfect for me because I was always jealous of other women who just kind of knew what they wanted to do. Like they knew they wanted to be a doctor or knew they wanted to be an opera singer. And I never felt that until I read this article about becoming a life coach. The problem was, was I told my boyfriend at the time who, who was like a Midwestern guy and more conservative at the time. And he was just, he was not as thrilled as me. And, um, essentially he poo pooed the whole idea. He's like, why don't you go to school to become, you know, a social worker or a therapist. And I wasn't in line with that. I wasn't aligned with that. And so Instead, instead of following my dreams, because it was kind of like, why would you do that? Why would you become a life coach? Nobody needs that. And this was again, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Nobody, nobody needs that. Never heard of that kind of career. It's kind of a joke. And so instead what I did is I went and I would start other businesses and um, create other businesses because I loved being an entrepreneur but what would happen is I would lose my fire for that, you know, because I wasn't really excited about what I was doing. It was kind of more as a way of making money versus actually doing what I wanted and helping people. And so my biggest hurdle was, you know, coming back, it took me seven years till I actually went to school to become a life coach. And, um, and even that was, that was a challenge, just admitting that that's what I really wanted. And so, so that was one of the biggest challenges, I think, for me when it came to believing in myself, believing in my own inner voice of what it is that I wanted to do and um, being okay with that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and this, this over time helped you to be a lot stronger in your conviction of following your intuition, listening Absolutely. to your voice. <laughs> yeah. And paying attention. So this is another thing. I think paying attention to what it is that I wanted, right? Just like you're saying, um, listening to that inner voice and being, I think there's like a worthiness in there, you know, just like as far as, boy, am I really worth having what it is that I want? You know, can I dream or do I need to just take whatever's kind of given to me? And, and I think, yeah, getting in tune with what it is that I really wanted to do and, and what I um, was inspired to do or be. So yeah, that was a huge, huge um, battle, you know, cause it's a mindset thing too. It's a huge battle to just being okay with, I am worth it. I am worth having what it is that I want or doing what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I completely agree. i I know that even though this is my third company with Empire Life, when I told my parents that I was going to launch another company about five years ago, they said, well, like, why? You already make good money as a software developer. Why would you want to do that? Just stay where you are. Like, yep. kind of, why would you want to rock the boat? What's the, yep. wh why are you trying to do this? You're going to, you're making us worry. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I get that you're worried and I guess that you may have a fear that I'm not going to be stable. I guarantee you everything's going to be okay. Everything will be okay. Good thing. I mean, yeah, it, I think parents do that, right? They do their best to protect their kids and it's, and that's their intention. And it's like when, and there's, there's also experience, right? Of but, <laughs> but it's like, you do need to, essentially listen to that inner voice and in a way it's like make the mistakes while you're young versus later on you know <laughs> that's true and we're never too old to start a, our own business no, no. I, I genuinely believe that that there's something I'm mean, like some of our clients are in their 60s and they have a lot of wisdom and a lot to teach and how to guide or coach their clients and I believe every person, even in their 80s, every, every 90s, every age has gifts that they can bestow. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially now, I think women, I mean, people in general, they're living longer. They have all of this experience and expertise. And, you know, um, I think it's great one that it's more of an opportunity right now than it was when they were, if you're talking about somebody who's 80, when they were 40, 40 years ago, it wasn't that popular to become an entrepreneur and it wasn't as accessible to become an entrepreneur. But now it's like, Hey, you don't really need a lot to get started, you know? And if you have all of this experience and expertise, it's like, why not? And you want to help people and you want to, you know, I think we both focused on people who, who have a message they want to share with the world and they have um, a passion for helping people. And it's like, yes, you can do it. <laughs> mm -hmm. For no. sure. I'm, I happen to be the, the only entrepreneur in my family. No. So it has been seen as a little odd sometimes. Mm -hmm. And there, there was some resistance. I feel 
now or every year it seems to get better with that with that yeah because it's just what you do now right Mm -hmm. like it's either you become an entrepreneur or you work for somebody who is an entrepreneur so yeah why not exactly (laughs) it's become so much a part of who i am or what i do with my family even that when when all the corona things started happening i thought for a split second to go back and i'll just be honest i thought well i've had that thought sometimes in the back of my head when things have come up um, when stress or you know a lot of anxiety with everything that's going on yeah and i mentioned that to my brother for for example and he was like wait why wait no you're an entrepreneur no don't think like that like you i mean i work for a company that's not you <laughs> Aww, that's nice yeah. that's good to have that support you know and yeah. I think that I'm sure like if you come from a family that yeah isn't used to creating money for yourself that is yeah it's scary I guess I can see it as being scary right but it's a it is a mindset shift because It's like, really, you are always making money for yourself. You have to, if you're going to a nine to five, you are still making your own money. Um, You still have to go there. You have still have to work. You still have to show up and get there on time and do the work. Mm -hmm. The only difference, I think, you know, when you are, if you are moving out of the nine to five and into becoming an entrepreneur, that's a huge mindset shift that you can't take lightly um, because you have to get okay with people paying you their money. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs can feel like if you're new and you've never done it before, you can feel like you're taking people's money because you're just quote unquote, you know, helping them create a better life. And so, um, yeah, making that shift and being able to being okay with getting paid from somebody else, like another person versus a Mm -hmm. company, a a Mm -hmm. paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen that come up with a lot of my clients Yeah, and in my online courses, for sure. That's been, it, when you look at it, when we look at that logically, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they are getting, like you said, if they're going to a nine to five, they are getting paid and they wouldn't think twice about, yeah, I deserve that paycheck. Yeah. yeah. I, I know for sure. But when but it's, it, it's, yeah. it's so different when they're, when we're accepting money, especially huge amounts of money. Yes. And it's um, because it goes back to those money beliefs, right? I think it comes back to negative money beliefs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, there's a lot of, there definitely is a lot of mindset work that has to be. Yes. <laughs> I, I have heard that exact sentence from, uh, clients before when they first started when we first started supporting them and yep. saying I don't I don't feel right about taking someone's money or accepting money for something I naturally do so there's a yeah. lot of times the way that we're supporting people is something that we love doing and that's also mm-hmm. part of the mindset shift I feel like and this is so effortless for me I am so good at this. I love doing it. It feels like I'm not even working. And that's the, <laughs> that's the point that we want to be at. We want to feel like we're not working. We want to feel grateful every day and wake up and bless you. 
<laughs> Thank you. Oh, we want to feel like uh, I, I am so grateful. Life is easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy. I'm so grateful that I get to do my passions every day in my area of expertise. And yes, I deserve to be paid for that. Even if at some point it takes me a lot less time to do it, I still deserve to be paid for all those years of experience and yeah. how, because this is eff more effortless for me than somebody else that that's why they hired me or that's why they want me to support them. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, because, and I think it's just like that time that they've spent their time doing, creating their expertise in their manner, you know, and it's like, and yeah, and you're doing your thing or well, I'm doing my thing. And it's like, okay, well I've created this and it's easy for, it's only easy because it was hard once, right? Because you've been doing it for so many years. So yeah, I think getting that mindset that it's okay, it's okay to get paid. And even that is becoming more normal, right? It's, I think it's becoming more of a, yeah, of course you're paying me. <laughs> of course you would. Um, it's becoming more normal for people to accept it as well too. So yeah, that's so true. I mean, I remember in my very first business and well, my first real LLC that I registered, I, I had my first client before I had finished my master's. It was my, my first business was related to nutrition and helping primarily women with their hormones and I, are their eating and, you know, helping them to cycle off of certain medications into more natural modalities. And mm. she wanted to pay me. My very first client wanted to pay me. And I was like, well, no, I haven't finished my master's yet. And they, I, I also called my program and asked, could I see a client before I had actually finished the program? And they said, yeah, just be honest with her. Like you just, you need to tell her that you haven't quite finished. So she's like, I still want to see you. And how much, how much do you want me to pay you? I want to pay you this much. I want to pay you more than this. And I was like, but I haven't finished. Don't you hear me? She's like, I hear you, but you already have a wealth of knowledge. You're already ready to see clients. She Lovely. reflected back to me what I really, definitely what I needed to hear and my own self-worth that I needed to get to that point. I wasn't quite there yet when she reflected that back to me. Yeah. We yeah. put these limitations on, right? Well, wait until I graduate, right? Exactly. Or wait until I finish this. And it's like, well, no, that's not what people are paying for. Mm -hmm. People really aren't paying for your, your certificate or your graduation, your diploma. They're paying for you to get them that result. And so she knew that you're going to get her that result. So it's like, okay, I need to pay you for that. I need to feel good. And I think the other block that a lot of people don't think about is like, if you don't allow payment, you're robbing the other person as mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. you know, in a way, right? Like it, yeah. if you're actually robbing them of feeling complete, like there was an even exchange of money because if they're just taking this from you, it may feel good for like two seconds, but then after that, they're going to be like, something's not right. And so you're leaving them with a guilty feeling ultimately, mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to be like, I need, I need to do something. So I think accepting, accepting payment when you do something like that, you know, there's when you're actually working, this is what you're working and this is what you're doing. Accepting payment is 
is it equals the balance because it has to be a give and take. And, and so, yeah, I think that's the other way to look at it. Look at feeling comfortable yeah, for sure. with being paid. Yeah. She did. She did tell me that. Yeah. I wouldn't feel her exact words. Like I wouldn't feel okay with not paying. So please yeah. tell me how much you want it to be. And if you don't tell me the amount, I'm going to make the amount and I'm still going to pay you like before we leave. <laughs> that's sweet yeah it was really sweet and she was my very first client in that business so it really set a great tone for me too to stay within those boundaries and understand my Mm self-worth I know I had another client that he opened up some of the natural medicines in our consultation and started using them and then he didn't want to pay for it even though he opened them and started using them. And I said, well, uh, you opened it and you used it. It's yours and this is how much it is. And I continued to hold that boundary. And he was like, oh, well, I, I thought that you were just giving it to me. It's like, no, I, I also had to pay for those. And yeah. I didn't get here for free. And this is how much it is. So really have continuing to have that mindset. And, and as time went on, now in my third business, I'm very comfortable with uh, receiving and continuing to focus on it's related yeah. to me and how I expand the container that I can hold and how large it is related to how much I can receive. So keep focusing on, on expanding that container. So what I love about that is that, it, you know, that was like a test, right, for you mm-hmm. in the sense of hey, here's somebody who wants something for free. Are you going to stay, you know, basically hold your ground and, and it's more for your own self, right? It's more to say like, wait, this is wrong. I don't care who you are, what you think, but this is how it actually works. This is a business. I'm not here to, um, you know, just, it's not like you're getting a, snack at the mall, you know, a free taster at the mall. <laughs> That's not how we work. But, but I think it's like a self, you know, I think that people run uh, across tests when you make a decision or you're shifting, what will happen is a test will come your way. And it's, it's that, it's that moment where you need to decide to do I just, oh, say it's okay. Just take the nice, easy way out. Or do you stand up and say something that, that, and protect your self-worth essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. That's, and then it's so true because it was at a point when I was shifting. I can't, I don't remember in the last few years that I, I, mean, I haven't had an experience like that in a, in a really long time. Nice. Good. <laughs> you passed the test. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, because then you set that energy, right? Like nobody would be ridiculous enough to like test you in that way because your energy has shifted out of uncertainty to, oh no, I'm certain, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you had some experiences like that too? I'm sure I have. And I'm like, you know, this is a small one. I, I, well, it's all something, right. But it just, you know, I, I get caught up with, even when I was creating this, um, 
creating Women Biz Mix just a couple months ago, um, I wanted to make it accessible and, you know, something that it would be affordable and just like, I just wanted to bring women together. But, you know, at first I started off with $27, but I'm like, I, it just didn't sit well with me. And not that I raised it to $127, but I'm like, you know what? $27 is just not right. It doesn't feel good. Like $37 feels better. And I know it's only like $10, but it was a small shift that's like, you need to get into that feeling that's like, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I feel that way. Whether you are charging, you know, more than more, I don't thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars. It doesn't, it doesn't matter for what you're offering, right? You just need to have that feeling like that it feels comfortable for you. Like it feels right. It feels aligned with you. I think that is the the biggest thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so that was, that was one of those things where I shifted. I'm like, it's only $10, you know, like in my head, I was thinking it's only $10, 27 or $37, but I'm like, yeah, but $37 feels better. <laughs> you know, I mean like, but $47, I didn't feel like, no, I don't want it to be $47, but $37. <laughs> I like that you brought that up. And as we shift into that mindset too, uh, well, something happened for me the other day, you know, usually it's, it's a good fit. And I, I think too, being comfortable with the price where we're accepting it may not be the best fit for everybody. Mm -hmm. Now they may, um, the other day, a client wanted to go with someone just based on price. And I fear that she might, she might eventually be burned and not get what's delivered to her because my price was really fair. And it was, it was quite a lot of, of work that she wanted. So to go lower than that, I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't feel good about doing that work, having my team support her in that way. Right. And I, and I worried, I had a concern for the other person who maybe she accepted to do to support her that had lowered their price that much with mm -hmm. the fear of, you know, you also, we also have to be aware that the value and that exchange if we really want that value, we, when we're getting services ourselves for our business, you know, we, we also need to give their value and understand that we're going to receive that back yes. for, for the service. So that's something. Yes, otherwise you're going to feel if, if you did, right. If you would have lowered your prices for her, you would be, um, you would just feel, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Um, out of, out of integrity. Maybe, yeah, or? not only no, not out of integrity, but it, you dread working for that person. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, cool, I got, I got some money. Let's, I'm just, I don't know what you mm -hmm. charge, but let's just say it's a thousand bucks. But you really want a fifteen hundred. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, yay, I got, I got a new client. But then you're still bitter over that five hundred bucks. You know, if if mm -hmm. if you really lowered your your value, right? Like if you really like that doesn't feel right, but you really want to close the deal. And if you're working and you're, you're not feeling good about working for them because you feel like you're getting, you're not getting that equal value of money, right? You're mm -hmm. not getting paid what you feel like you are worth. Then 
then you don't do a, I, I think, you know, like you're not going to be as excited. You're not coming with the energy that you know you could because you still have that twinge. And it's like, it's so much better saying, you know what? No, if, if, if you don't, if it's not in line with you, then that's okay. You know, mm -hmm. like if you don't want to like, essentially this is what I need because I know you're going to get the result that you are looking for with me. And I know that I'm going to help you get that. Right. So it's like, it needs to be, you don't want to have that negative energy or the lack of energy. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's what it is. It's like that lack of energy, like, okay, this person's paying me and we're aligned and I'm going to give them this like good product and or service, you know? And so, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's I, I completely agree. And I was, I think it takes a lot of personal work to get to that point, to be able to let that go instead of thinking, Oh, I missed out on that. And I could have just matched that price that someone else matched her for mm -hmm. really holding, holding that space. And like, there are more clients, there's always an abundance and there's yeah. clients that that's a no brainer for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I want I've that done value. that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done that before a long time ago. And I remember thinking that this is why you don't like accept less, if that makes sense. Like this is why you don't do it. Like, and, and maybe in that you learn where your, your price range is, right? Because some people can throw out a number. It's like, Hey, it's 10 grand or it's 20 grand for six months. And it seems way, it could seem way too high at the time, but as you get experience, you're like, yeah, of course it's 10 grand <laughs> or, mm -hmm. you know, of course it's X, Y, Z. So, um, yeah. And it's just like, okay, I know for now on, that's not a good, you know, down here, this price is a little too low for me to price it at. And I, I think it's, it's a, a big question that many people have, right? Like, how do I price my services when there are new coaches and stuff? Like, how do I price it? And, and, you know, there's the market that will kind of help dictate it. But then there's also like, well, what are you focus on what you're bringing to the table, focus on the result that you're promising people focus on how you feel when you say it as well. Like your body kind of tells you that, this feels right. Or like, you're just, you're saying this number out of fear. You know, if you're saying, if just again, numbers, but like, if you're saying a hundred dollars, but it feels like you're just giving it away at a hundred dollars and you think that you're going to get a bunch of customers just because it's only a hundred dollars. But if you raised it to $200, that feels more in line then you would want to go with that and just get the people because you want to come in there with that good energy. I don't know. I, I completely agree. Listen to For your body. Sure. That's my For point. Sure. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen to your voice, listen to your intuition and mm -hmm. uh, the market research, like you said, is important too in being vulnerable and asking the people yeah. like when we were setting the price for people enrolling and being published in our book where we ask a lot of, I ask a lot of women on the, on these calls are on calls. Like what, what would you want to pay? What do you feel like is too high? What do you feel? How, what, have, what price have you been told before? Nice. You were like, Oh my gosh, that's too high. I feel really uncomfortable investing in that amount. And what's a low, too low of a price where you would feel, is this worth my investment? Because there's that side too. 
Yeah. And what do you want to pay? Yeah. What would you feel comfortable? Like, yeah. Being vulnerable. I know I've heard other people's like say it would be $2,500 to write a book and like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, There's a a lady locally that uh, charged 2,500. So there's, that's the highest I think I've, I've heard where the lowest being like 200. And I've had some ladies say, Oh, there's a fee. We're probably not in, in full alignment and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, there's ways yeah. that I can support them in other ways. And, and then there's, there's a lady, the first lady I talked to about it paid, paid the enrolled on the call in the, nice. on the 15 minute call. So she was like, I want to pay this amount. And I said, okay, let's do it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Because it felt good for me too. Yeah. yeah. It felt good for her. And, because yeah, it's gonna be a win, 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 mm-hmm. right? It's, it has to be a win, 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 and um, just because it's kind of scary to for somebody, like I remember being scared to invest forty five hundred dollars into a coach, but it it's scary doesn't equal bad if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. feeling that excitement, that fear, and like oh my gosh, you're parting with this money. It doesn't always there's so many emotions tied to it. Like, okay, there's fear, there's excitement, there's possibility and hope and anticipation, right? So there's so much um, that's lined up that I think when people have a mindset about investing in money or, or be clients investing in them, I think that's the, the biggest thing, right? Is when people are coming to me and paying me money, it's like, okay, knowing that's when knowing your worth is so, so powerful. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) So powerful. And I wanted to also ask you, what, what do you do personally when you start to feel some resistance coming up in yourself? Um, feel it, but then question it, you know, question, okay, what is it? What, what am I feeling? The other, the biggest tip is answering those questions that come up, you know? So if there's fear or resistance coming up and okay, you're just like, well, wait, I don't know. Should I do this? Should I not do this? What if, you know, there's a lot of people are like, well, what if I fail? What if I can't do it? What if um, nobody comes to me? What if da da da? So let's just say your fear is like, what if I start this business and nobody buys anything from me and it's a big fail, right? Answering that question. Well, what if you do start this business and what if you fail? Well, how would I fail? I wouldn't fail because I'm so ambitious. I'm not going to let this thing fail, you know? And then like, well, what if nobody comes to me? Well, I'm going to have to up my marketing. I'm going to have to do X, Y, Z. You know, I'm going to make sure I have to have a bigger plan. So I think that when people have that resistance, they need to identify it and ask the questions, like figure out what questions are going on in their head that are like pushing that resistance out, but then answering those questions because a lot of people just leave it at the questions and they leave all their questions unanswered and it just leaves that big 
um, open space of unknown or unanswered questions. And then they, they like shy away and back up, you know, but mm -hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, what if I invest this money in a person and well, in a, not in a person, but what if I invest this money and I give this person 5,000 bucks and I don't get anything from it? Well, you know what, actually there's no way I won't get anything from it. I'm going to do, I'm going to learn, you know, you would, you would answer all of those questions. So that's, I think the biggest thing is answering the questions that you, your fear asks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Take, taking the step to ask yourself those questions, learning how to ask yourself those questions and then not avoiding it, even if it feels uncomfortable. Yep. Because it might feel extremely uncomfortable to sit in that uh, while you're answering them. Yeah. Ask yourself and sit there and really breathe through it. Yeah. And I'm really feeling it because if you can identify it in your body, you can identify that feeling in your body and you let it just move, you know, it will, it will move or you can breathe, breathe it out. Like that feeling will eventually shake off if you acknowledge it and like see it and making sure that you're not just labeling it as, oh my gosh, I'm too, you know, I'm too scared to, but it's like, okay, well, what is that feeling? You know, like, or just making sure that I can't because I'm too scared. Right. Some people like do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and making sure you're labeling it right or not labeling it. I think that's the other thing, you know, just like, it's a feeling. What's the feeling? Is it excitement or is it anxiousness? Because those feel very similar, you know, um, inside, inside your body. And so I think breathing it out, feeling it and, um, yeah, chatting with yourself and letting yourself know that, you know, you need to pump yourself up. I think that's the other thing is, you know, it's so easy talking to yourself about how scary it is and how much fear it is and um, change, you know, people are so scared of change, but then really empowering yourself in, in knowing that I'm going to get the information that I need to from this. This is going to move me forward. This is going to help me. This is going to like propel me and just like, I'm strong. I can do this. And I think just really like putting in that, not just affirmation, but really like building yourself up, you know, so, and believing it too, <laughs> believing yeah. that it's an empowered decision, not one based off of fear. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said about the affirmations too. And I believe in myself. I, I'm proud of myself. This is going to help me go further to get what I want or go from point A to point B a lot quicker this is worth it. Uh, I can do this. I will put, put in the work or, you know, yeah. like setting that intention, right? Like setting an intention. I'm going to invest this. And this is what I, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned is setting that intention that I'm going to make this happen. Whatever this is, I'm going to get the result. I'm going to move this far along in my business. And this is what's going to happen when I invest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of personal mindset work that goes along with that investing. I mean, the coach can't, or businesses can't wave a magic wand. It's an energy exchange. Yes. I'm setting that intention. I'm showing up. I'm investing this and then I'm showing up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being committed to yourself. It's like, it's almost like investing is, is a, a commitment to yourself. And, and there's a lot that can be with people, but like even that worthiness that you're worth spending the money on being coached and, or going through training or hiring a service that you're worth mm-hmm. it or your mm-hmm. business is worth it too. In your case. That's true. That's true. I have heard women refer to their business sometimes as, oh yeah, I have this little side thing going on or have this little, and I usually invite them. It's like, this is a, this is going to be huge. Lovely. Like you are, you are worth it. You aiming to show them that they are worth it. So I, I do invite everyone listening to this to not diminish what you have going on, even if it is a side hustle right now it can eventually be a full-time hustle and it is a full-time job, full-time company. And it is worth it to focus on your dreams. It's so true. I think you're right. Like I know that I've been guilty of saying it's just, mm-hmm. it's just this, you know, I'm totally guilty of doing that. And, and it is a mindset like, no, this is providing for your family. No, this is, um, you know, this is really helping people. Like, it's not just a little business. It's, you know, um, and I think that comes from that worthiness of women not wanting to step on anybody's toes or, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, doing so many things. <laughs> I agree. And before we hop off, Tina, I wanted to also ask you, what are the top three concepts that you would like to leave the audience with today? Okay. Um, one, trust your intuition, right? Trust your intuition. Like in, ask your, take the minute to ask yourself what it is that you really want. Um, one of the, that was a huge m- moment for me is to really just sit with that question. Um, the second thing is write it down. So I have like, before I was broke in Vegas, a while, like this is seven, well, maybe more than that now. Um, about 10 years ago, I was broke in Vegas and really just, I didn't know what I wanted. Like, and it took a lady to one of my coworkers to come and she was just like, here, write down a list of 10 things that you want. And so, you know, I'm like, I know you need to write down your goals. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I wrote down the 10 things that I wanted and it took me a while. So it wasn't just like, Hey, I want this, I want this, I want this. I was like, really, what do I want? And I took two days to figure out what it is that I wanted. But what I wrote down was like, and when I say I was broke, I was literally living like paycheck to paycheck. If that right. And occasionally I would have to like borrow money from friends to make it and whatnot. So I wrote down, I want a $5,000 in my savings, which was huge at the time. Like I didn't have any savings at all before. I wanted um, like $150,000 for a house, for a down payment on a house. I wanted a BMW convertible. I wanted a Louis Vuitton purse. I wanted a kick-ass diamond ring. And I wrote down all of these things. And within like a year and a half, eight of those things that I had written down were like, I had them 
So I wanted a husband and a kids, you know, so, Mm -hmm. so my next tip would be to write down your list of 10, write down 10 things that you want. Um, just so that you can admit that I think it's like admitting what you want and knowing that you're worthy of having it and that you can, you can actually achieve it and then follow the third thing would be like, take that action that, that you need to take. So I wrote down on that list. I wanted a husband. I wanted kids. Well, my aunt, a couple months later called me out of the blue and she was like, Hey Tina, do you want to meet this guy? And I was like, Oh my God, she's trying to set me up. And I'm like, I really wanted to say no. But then that little voice inside my head was like, well, you said you wanted a husband and kids, you know, nobody's knocking down your door right now. You need to (laughs) at least meet this guy and say hello. And so instead of saying no, which I really wanted to do, um, I was like, yeah, you know, in my head, I was like, I meet people every, every day I can say hello and goodbye. It'll be no big deal, you know? And so, so saying yes, or saying, taking that inspired action that leads you to what it is that you want. So, mm. yeah. That's, That's perfect. Some thank you. Tips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right thank you, Tina. And yeah. how can people contact you? What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Cool. Um, so yeah, I am on Instagram at Hey Tina Maria. Um, or let's see here, or, you know, I think that's the best you can. Yeah. We're at women biz mix. Um, you can come and claim a free ticket at womenbizmix.com um, to our events. We have a networking event, uh, every Wednesday where we bring women together and we split them up into groups of three and it's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I would definitely invite you to come and join that if you want to connect with other women entrepreneurs and ask questions, learn and grow and share who you are and what your business is. It's a lot of fun. So, and if you're interested in learning NLP and hypnotherapy on EFT, we also have courses for that. Um, so you'll go to neuro-revolution.com. Perfect. Yeah. Thank thank you. you. Thank you, Tina. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Allison.